and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. To another edition of Sports Chat. Dave Schultz, Lennon Burton. On a smoking hot Tuesday yeah, afternoon. Really God hot. forbid people working outside. They're doing the whole uh, Coca-Cola thing next door and working on the road. God, it's hot. Uh, I did get my $1.58 billion lottery tickets. You got yours? I'm literally going to get it as soon as the show ends. Okay. I wait until right before so I can feel the... The, the tenseness and like, am I going to win? <laughs> you're just, you're weird. I'm <laughs> sure, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say because I feel like I'll get the numbers, I'll get the last remaining numbers and those will win. Oh, well, I mean, that's possible too. We can throw that on there. <laughs> uh, all right, we are uh, jam-packed today, as you may expect. Our buddies Chris Gordy will hop on Locked on SEC. Jake Crane from Crane & Company, talk college football. Chase McCabe from 102 The Zone in Nashville will hop on. Saints opening up the preseason this week against Kansas City, but their regular season matchup is against Tennessee, uh, and we will talk to Chase about uh, the Titans. Mike Hammett, the voice of ULM, will preview uh, the uh, Warhawks, and Joe Lucia, the outside corner, We'll talk a little bit about uh, Kevin Brown again. And that, I mean, that whole thing went viral. That went it out. Did. That thing started at 245 yesterday. All right. Now it has about 38 million views of Kevin Brown just saying the statistic. And as I told you, it's the TV crew that puts that stuff together. And uh -huh. then Michael Kay came on the air on his show and said those things were in the game notes, which is what I suspected because mm. that's where the TV people get their stats from. Yeah, I could tell that the media family as a whole oh, was yeah. like, we're not accepting this. Like, Rich Eisen went in, Dan Patrick went in, Stephen A. Smith went in. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was, I was like, whoa, even Stephen A. commented. It was across the board. Because what they did to that guy was wrong, man. It just was. They did. Now, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Next segment, I, I guess it, it felt a little bit odd. I did not remember. I got suspended. Oh, for something like that? I, I, no, <laughs> not something like that. Uh, I would tell you that I would understand why I got suspended. I don't necessarily agree with it, mm -hmm. but I certainly understand their point of view. This one, there's no point of view. Yeah, okay. this is this is where the Orioles are just wrong. Yeah, they you are. Know? And 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 to, and to make Kevin Brown an example out of it is a poor decision because he's not the producer of the TV. Mm -hmm. You know, someone else is. All right, so uh, not not similar in, in that respect. 
Uh, 269-1077, 269-1077. We didn't talk about the top 25. Oh, yeah, we could definitely we talk about wait? that. I have not heard back uh, from Jeff Perlman to uh, confirm when he's coming on. Mm. Um, but you did not watch Winning Times? No, no, no. Give me one more day. Tomorrow okay. we'll talk right. about it. All right. Because I watched you the watched USA. what? I watched USA Basketball. Why? Because I wanted to see if they were good, David. Because we were a sports show, and I got to I gotta have a perspective. So if you ask, because I'm the basketball guy, Lyndon, how did the USA Basketball team look? I got an answer for you. As of right now, mm-hmm. in August, mm-hmm. where do you think Team USA Basketball ranks on topics of conversation? Oh, I mean, well, you know, I think it's towards the bottom. My eye doctor appointment ranks higher <laughs> I think on, it goes, on topics of I think conversation. it goes NFL. Yacht Rock ranks higher than that. <laughs> I think it goes NFL. They're not. Uh, well, college football. College football. Uh, NFL's number one, Saints. No. The, you think college football over yeah, NFL? Yeah. Interesting. But either way, okay, well, that's arguable. But mm-hmm. okay, college football and then NFL. NFL. And All then right. after those two, because I, I encompass players in that. I encompass, like, they're the major sure. two. I mean, I would put the FIBA cha- championship over baseball. No way. I'm, look, we could, no. we could do a poll. We could do a poll. No way. I think I think people name the twelve guys on the team right now: Jalen Brunson, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Austin Reeves, Brandon Ingram, um, Tyrese Halliburton, Bobby Portis, Walker Kessler. That's impressive. Um, I know them all. Hold on, just give me a second. No, that's good enough. That's okay. good enough. That's, yeah, I, that's I, impressive. I didn't think you'd get to the second hand. All right, that's impressive. Yeah, I could keep yeah. going. You are the only person in this town that cares about that. <laughs> You're the only person in town. Didn't they lose to the teenagers? Um. Okay. So what? And this is why I, I did my research. So what had happened was they lost to the Trey Mur. It's not teenagers. Oh. It was the younger rookies that that played, uh-huh. and certain players of the major team didn't play. Uh-huh. And then a, once everybody got, they blew the select team out. Okay. So and and they did well against Puerto Rico last night, but I do have my worries. All right, that does not rank on the list of things to talk about. Sure, sorry, sure, sorry, sure. Sorry, sorry. Winning time is more relevant. I I agree. Winning time is more important. It, it, it is more is more prevalent. I should say. But I'm patriotic. Love my country. You gotta win the you gotta win the FIBA. Yeah. I'm not saying root against him. I'm saying nobody cares. That's what I'm saying. That those are two different things. Uh, all right, so let's start off with the Saints. Uh, they do sign apparent reportedly. All right. If I haven't seen anything updated since just before just before twelve, Diana Rossini reported it yesterday and then reported it today. They say they were visiting with Anthony Barr and Kareem Hunt. Visiting with uh, Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr and pending physicals today, they're they signing yeah. both Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr. Okay. Shocked. So not about Barr, but shocked about uh, Hunt. Why is that? Because I just didn't think that, you know, when you have Kendra Miller, when you have Jamal Williams, when right. you have Kamara, right. I just assume that, you know, you you got enough. I'm going the other way. Oh, okay. I don't think you can ever have enough. Okay. And when it comes to running backs, how often does a running back play every game of every season? Fair. That's fair. Someone's going to get dinged up. And if you can have experience in that backfield and someone who comes in understanding their role— is he going to try and take away whatever role Jamal Williams has to begin with? No, he can't. He might. He's yeah. going to try. He's going to try, yeah. He can certainly try. It might, he's going to take Kendra's role, probably. Who's that? Kendra's role, I would say. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Right? So, you mean, he could be splitting time. With Kamara. With, well, Cause, with, cause Jamal's with Jamal line. first. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so we'll see. So, it's good to have that in there. And then Anthony Barr, you know, again, these guys got to pick things up. You know, running back... What are you picking up, right? The bl- you got to be able to pick up the blitz. Mm-hmm. That's the important part 
for Kareem Hunt, but one would think that he, you know, can figure that out rather quickly. But otherwise, it's just, you know, run left or run right mm-hmm. for the most part. Anthony Barr, that's a little bit different when you're a middle linebacker. You need to know everybody's assignment, and that is, you know, learning very quickly. So uh, that'll be interesting to see if he can get ready uh, in a month. They're also talking about, and I I, gotta, I guess I have to pay for it. I wanted to read, was it Jeff Duncan who wrote about it? Yeah, Jeff Duncan wrote about all the soft tissue issues that the Saints are having and their injuries. Uh-huh. And they need to move to where it's cooler out. Uh, they might have to start practicing at night like the Cajuns. <laughs> so they're, so LSU, by the way, is going longer during the day outside to work through it wow. and get through it. Cajuns, meanwhile, are working at night. At night. So I, I, I'd love to see if someone paid for it. I guess I probably should pay for NOLA.com. But that, that doesn't seem to make sense, right? They, they went to the Greenbrier. Mostly not due to the heat, but due to the rain, and we just have not had a whole lot of a whole lot of rain here recently. That's an issue on itself. But I don't understand the whole idea of you know soft tissue issues due to the heat, right? Are we t- was it that broiling in Cincinnati when when Joe Burrow went down? No, I, I don't think so. But it is a heat wave across the country right now. But I don't know about like as intense as it is here. But Blaze I mean, told Duncan, about it saying it's worse here than it is in Miami. Oh, yeah. No, I believe that. I believe that. Watch. Let me check the weather for, like, different cities. Give me a city that just that, we, that, we, that you want to know about. Davie, Florida. Davie. I don't know if I buy that. Florida? The Dolphins do not work out anywhere near the water. So oh. as someone who lived in Miami, uh-huh. right, there's generally... How do you spell Davie? D-A-V-I-E. Oh, I did the Y. Okay. okay. Davie, 93? <laughs> 93, yeah. Right now, high in 97, but they do have an excessive heat warning for the... Um, what's the humidity? Uh, let's see. I'm pulling that up right now. Can you now. really tell the difference? What's it here? Okay, so the heat index is 110 to uh, 111. There? There, yeah, in Davie, Florida. The heat index here is goes up to 115. So you can tell me you can tell the difference between 110 and 115? Oh, no, 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 no. I personally can't, but I'm just right. letting you... Right. I'm just letting you know. Also, uh, I, don't I don't think don't, they can either. So basically, here's the humidity. Deal. So if, if they were on the coast, per se... Right, but they're way they're way west. Davy's way west of the water, mm-hmm. so they may or may not be feeling an ocean breeze. Whereas, again, lived in the Keys and lived, you know, on South Beach. Hashtag humble brag. Mm-hmm. That you know, most of the time, it doesn't get too hot there because you 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 generally get the wind blowing at least a little bit. Very rarely is it a still day, and those days are tough. Mm-hmm. But there's not that many of them. But I believe it's just as hot there. It's just as hot there as it is here, right? I mean, why don't we get, we don't get anything? Well, there's nothing off the Gulf, nothing off the river. So that's not going to happen either. So, but I, I don't understand the whole soft tissue issue being, or the heat contributing to soft tissue issues. They're dehydrated so fast. Is that the idea? That's what they say. That's what is that what they're saying? Yeah, like the dehydration is dehydrating like their whole body and it's making them more susceptible to injuries. Well, so I guess that's pulled groins. And, oh, well, uh, rap. Uh, we're talking about the Saints, so this is okay to, to, to okay. blur it out. Right. Um, so apparently Kareem Hunt didn't sign yet. Oh. And uh, Ian Rappaport, sources say free agent Kareem Hunt had a great visit with the Saints, but now is on his way to Indianapolis to meet with the Colts tomorrow. No. Okay. So, boom, like you said, if you don't sign before you leave. That's usually yeah. the case, right? And honestly, with Jonathan Taylor, I feel like the Colts are more willing to pony up that money 
for Hunt than the Saints are. But I do think Barr is going to be a Saint. All right, so Mike Garofalo, free agent Anthony Barr, had a good visit with the Saints, but is departing without a deal. Oh, him both, too. Both this should happen, yep. Oh, geez. New Orleans remains in play for him, but he has interest from other teams that could make more visits in the near future. Oh, So geez. Diana Rossini, let's see if she uh, upped it. That's crazy. If she uh, changed her... Um, her statement or reporting or whatever. Yeah. Wow. If, she changed, if she changed her deal. Oh, Diana. No, Diana. Let's see if she says, um, no, nope, hasn't changed it since. Okay. Uh, does that mean they didn't pass the physicals? Or, I don't know. Okay. I think it just, I think Kareem Hunt, uh, I don't know about Barr, but right. I think Kareem Hunt is just, he sees that Indianapolis has a position to get more money, and boom, I think they might, I think he's going to try to take it. It'll be interesting to see how much more money they give They give him, yeah. Right. Because they're in a predicament right now. Taylor hasn't reported to practice yet. He ain't been there. <laughs> Will he go? I don't blame I don't him. I don't blame him. Everyone says he doesn't have any, any leverage. Any but leverage. I'm but with you. We talked about this. And this is the only leverage he's got. And that's what we the said. The only problem with the lack of leverage for him is they're not any good. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're going to win four games with Jonathan Taylor or win four games without Jonathan Taylor. So apparently he has an excused absence right now. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported that today. He's away from the team with an excused absence. I don't know how long that excused absence is going to say why. Um, I can. I'll listen to the video and let you know after we come from break. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm, the excused absence is. Oh, we don't want you here. Rehabbed in ankle injury offsite. He's rehabbing an ankle injury offsite. That's courtesy of Adam Schefter. Yeah. What's his problem? Ankle, that's what they're saying. So why does he rehab it there? And boom, exactly. I don't know. And that's that's why he's really not there because he wants to get more money. It's it's they're using the ankle injury as an excuse so he doesn't lose money, you know what I'm saying? And because don't you get fined if you don't report to training camp? But if he is if he depends if he injured his if that's from football or mm-hmm. if it's an injury from another thing, uh, then that's an issue. He should he's not helping himself by not being by not being no, I agree. You know, you can hold out of practice and rehab the ankle there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess he's saying, no, no, I'm not going. I'm not showing up. This is my way of holding out. But All right, so whenever that um, that excused absence wears off, we're going to see what happens then. All right. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back and talk about when I got suspended. By the way, if you have to deal with the sinuses, try to turn the mic off before you snort. Oh, did I do something? You did. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you- <laughs> My apologies. Everyone got that. All right. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Chris Gordy, SEC, uh, top 25. LSU is a fifth. Yep. SEC with six teams. Surprisingly, who both had five. Back after this, Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton, 103.3 to go. Someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 
1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Here's another tip from Terrio Family Dental. Brushing and flossing after each meal to maintain your lovely smile is one of the easiest ways to improve your dental health. Brushing and flossing allow you to get rid of food and plaque that accumulates between teeth and gums. Brush your teeth and tongue for at least two minutes with a soft bristle toothbrush and fluoride toothpaste and follow with some floss and see your dentist at least twice a year. For more tips and advice from Terrio Family Dental, log on to this Town Square Media Radio Station's website. The caring and friendly staff at Terrio Dental understands that going to the dentist for many people is no walk in the park and can be downright scary. That's the reason Terrio Dental offers sedation dentistry. Medication can be given prior to reduce anxiety and they can provide nitrous oxide during the procedure. You can trust Terrio Dental to take the fear away and help you maintain a healthy and beautiful smile. See them at 121 Rue Louis XIV off Collie Saloon or their new location, 329 Iberia Street, Youngsville, or visit LafayetteLADentist.com. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. <laughs> she says her gums have been bleeding. <laughs> Is there anything you can do? Try new Crest Gum Detoxify and Restore. It's professionally designed to start healing gums from day one. Crest. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down of this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org ernie johnson and charles barkley welcoming you back to susan's cubicle here in accounts payable what an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action charles are you kidding me she set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable, dominating. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. <laughs> 3 The Goat. <laughs> the greatest sports talk of all time. And a quick reminder, download the 103.3 GOAT app. Of course, it's free, and the best part is you'll always be able to hear the best sports talk in Acadiana, no matter where you are. Sports chat inside the huddle and live Raging Cajun sports action. When you download the 103.3 GOAT app, you'll receive notifications on upcoming show guests, breaking news, and updated sports stories. So download the 103.3 GOAT app today and never be too far away from the best sports talk in Acadiana. All right. 
Uh, Chris Gordy coming up at the bottom of the hour. The big, actually, it felt like the big sports story around here yesterday, or at least nationally, was Kevin Brown of the Baltimore Orioles, the television broadcaster, getting suspended. It happened at like 2.45, awful announcing, put the video of the clip that he just basically said the Orioles, you know, struggled against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay and have done much better this season. It was just honest. It wasn't even being honest. He's just giving you the statistics. Yeah, it wasn't even facts, being a pun. He wasn't even giving you an opinion. He was just giving you the stats. Yep, you know, you're right. He wasn't commenting one way or the other. Just this is what they had been in the past, and this is what they are now. And it, it took off uh, from there. He is from, I don't know where he's from specifically, but I know that he went to Syracuse. I met him when he was doing Syracuse Chiefs baseball. He's a very nice young man. I'd probably... I'd have to believe I had him on because he was doing some sort of Sunbelt football somewhere along the way. And it just went from, you know, Adam Shine to Kevin Nagandi to Michael Kay. Uh, John Sterling said something uh, with the Yankees. Gary Cohen said something. And it finally got me thinking about when I got suspended. So that was in, I believe, 2016. And I don't mind telling the story. So it was before Russo Park was built, and that was the reason why I got suspended. Okay. So Russo Park, if you remember, was supposed to get uh, built right after the season, and they delayed it until possibly hosting a Super Regional. They hosted a Regional, lost to Arizona. Arizona ended up losing to Coastal Carolina in the College World Series Championship. But So after the first week of uh, June, we are supposed to see some work. And we got a little bit of work done, like the uh, – Ticket office and whatever offices were there for the people to work there uh, was torn down. But that was about it. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting fed information. Something's not quite kosher. I would, I couldn't. No one would tell me exactly what it was. I did ask, and tried to get um, tried to get the AD on the phone, and could not get Scott Farmer on the phone. I went away for a ten days, my vacation. Before that, I said, you know, it, it, it appears it's disappointing, but not devastating. It's not like the stadium's not going to get built, but being that it's June and you got to have the stadium ready for February, you're on a little bit of a tight schedule. And so, you you know, any backups you have and, you're, you know, you're expecting backups when it does rain, if it gets a little cold, right? If you're trying to put the finishing touches on it between, you know, December or January, you may have some days that you can't get any work done. And so you really only have about eight months to get everything done. And so I came back from that vacation and we had not heard from Scott Farmer. And so I decided to have the Scott Farmer watch. Now, some people took that and maybe he took it as his job. I didn't think his job was on the line. I had no idea that the stadium financing had issues or that the stadium costs went up. I just wanted to hear from Scott Farmer, like we're behind or here's the situation, right? I was taught early in my career that if you have an issue, if you make a mistake, let's correct it as quickly as possible or, you know, and fix it. And then we'll go back and find out why you made the mistake, right? We'll mm -hmm. correct the issue. That, so get out in front of it. Basically get out in front of it. And so my, my boss at the time, Chuck Wood, we crisscrossed. We overlap vacations. I went away, came back. He went away. So when he came back. Scott Farmer, unfortunately, well, I did this, again, I did the Scott Farmer watch, and we did day 32, day 33, whatever it was. We are having fun at his expense, admittedly. And so instead of coming to me and saying, hey, here's the deal, I'm not going to go on the air, but I can tell you what's going on, you know, back off a little bit, he went to Chuck, and Chuck went after me. Mm. So 
all of this had to do, all of us, uh, this had to do with, at the time, you know, Delta Media was always trying to acquire the Raging Cajuns' rights, which was really never going to happen because, of, well, of 107.9 is, is a, you know, a blowtorch and as good a coverage as 103.7 gives you, uh, it's not 107.9. Yeah. So that was really never going to happen, regardless of what we thought. So they thought I went after Scott Farmer personally, and I was going after him professionally. I think he owed... Didn't know me, but he owed the, the people who were donating the money and Acadiana fans, baseball fans, Lafayette, Louisiana, Raging Cage baseball fans, what the deal was. And then that's how I got suspended. Uh, All right. Okay. But I will say it was the one time where I sort of stood up for myself. I didn't agree with it. I certainly didn't throw a conniption. You can't really go crazy on social media at that time. I'm not sure I said anything. I'm not sure I did anything. What, what really upset me... Um, was Scott Farmer tried to apologize at at Sunbelt Media Days, which I paid for on my own, mm. by the way. And I I probably graciously accepted when I probably should have said, you know, Scott, you got exactly what you wanted. Instead of coming to me and discussing it like men, you went to my boss and behind my back... You got me in trouble. And, you know, you got exactly what you wanted. You wanted to show who has the power in this conversation. And it worked. So congratulations to you. That's what I should say. But, yeah, I got suspended for a week back in 2016. Someone told me. <laughs> That's where the, the, the rating started to take off. But what I did... So I, I don't agree with what Chuck Wood did. I understand why he did it. And that's different than what the Orioles did, where they just had a regular open indicating how poorly the Orioles had played in Tampa Bay over the last handful of years. And yet, I think they had more wins or equaled out the amount of wins, right? They had the same amount of wins this year, in, or did, against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay than they had in the previous three years combined. Crazy. Good. I mean, right. hey, they're and they're so, doing well. And so I also saw a buddy of mine say, you know, they have a right to do what they want. I'm like, well, did he get any warnings? Mm. Right. And this is also you got to pay for this. I don't can't pay for every subscription. Right. I just bought Nick Underhill's New Orleans football. Um, I, they have to they have to wear Baltimore Orioles gear on mm. TV. Which, of course, is not that big of a deal. That's not that big. Unless the Orioles are making you buy the oh, gear. Oh, your own gear? Wow. That Talk about cheese is case. brutal. Yeah. Right? Because that's tough. Let's make, you know, you're not exactly going into a major league gift shop buying anything that is, you know, inexpensive. Right? The, the polo shirts that we would go buy for 25 or 30 bucks are probably, you know... 55 to 60 pullovers are going to be double that. That's a little shady. I don't know if that's true. That was in the Baltimore banner. And again, you can only, I hope that's not true. You can only pay, you know, you can only, only pay for so many subscriptions, but you know, if they want you to wear Baltimore Orioles garb, I don't have a real problem with that, but they better be providing it. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. All right. All right. So that's where I got suspended. I didn't, I'm not sure why it didn't hit me. Um, until this morning. So, all right, let's take a time out. We'll talk uh, SEC. Top 25 came out. LSU number five. SEC leading the way with six teams. 
We talked with uh, Nick Kelly yesterday about the Alabama quarterback situation, and I know it's only been about a week, maybe even less, but it doesn't appear that anything was settled in the spring, and it doesn't feel like it was settled anywhere in the first week of practice between uh, Ty Simpson and Jalen Miller. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 103.3 The go. Download the free 1033 The Goat app now. You go mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033 The Goat. John Wayne Prejean of John Wayne's Body and Paint talks about Nano of Acadiana and Nano Ceramic Protect. John Wayne, why are so many folks getting that Nano Ceramic Protect coating? People are taking much better care of their cars because they have to last. So this is one way that people can take care of their investments and make them last. Nano Joe Oquan of Nano of Acadiana, you're the installer of Nano Ceramic Protect products. It's pretty impressive stuff, isn't it? Every day, it amazes me. The 9H, the soft, even the way I look at vehicles now. If you want to protect your investment with a company who absolutely will treat you like family, get to know Nano Joe at Nano of Acadiana. You'll find him at 102 Speed Pro Lane in Scott, or you can give him a call at 445-3660. You can even check him out on Facebook at Nano of Acadiana. Your car, your investment deserves this kind of protection from Nano of Acadiana. This ad furnished by Nesmond Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. Bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 The Goat. <laughs> 
Linda Burton on 103.3 uh, The Goat are in the breaking news, I guess. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr did not sign with uh, the Saints. Uh, they both seem to be getting better offers from other places. Uh, Kareem Hunt specifically with the Colts. We'll see how that works out. All right. Uh, we got our guy Chris Gordy on from Locked On SEC. Chris, we had Nick Kelly on yesterday from the Tuscaloosa News. And it didn't seem like it seemed like he indicated that nothing had really changed. It's only been a week, but that's the only practice they get to see that uh, both Jalen Milrow and Tide Simpson did some good things, did some bad things. No one really stuck out just yet. Yeah, it's funny. I, I like to every day, you know, I read a lot of the beat writers with Alabama and then I like to kind of Google around like and I just did that earlier this afternoon. Just kind of, you know, Google the words Alabama quarterback and, and click on the news tab and see what comes up. And I found three different articles today. One that said uh, Jalen Milrow looks uh, looks the part. He's got a new NIL deal where he flashes his arm. He may have the up. I found another article that said Ty Simpson clearly the favorite now to be the starter. So I just I think it's hilarious that we're at this point in the off season, this close to the start of the the regular season, and we don't know who Alabama's starting quarterback is. It's just I find it comical at this point and. Look, again, I stand by whoever wins the job I think is going to be good and be very productive, but it's just it's so weird that, you know, Nick Saban's up there. My answer is the same. It's going to be every day. You know, when we're ready to make a decision, we'll make a decision. But the cake's not ready in the oven. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. So if I if I went to an Alabama presser and I asked, how is that carrot cake coming along? Is that the same thing as uh, asking about the QB or would he be in on the joke? Yeah, I, I I think you would get it. Um, it's it's funny though. I mean, you got to ask about it. It's just I don't I like if it's that close, then I start to wonder like, you know, is is Alabama in trouble here? I know they open with Middle, middle Tennessee State before they get Texas, so you get a you know you get a little pregame warm up action to to let the quarterback settle in. But I was thinking through some numbers, Dave. I, you know, Kevin Steele, I think is pretty well respected overall. We we say he's a pretty good defensive coordinator i wouldn't call him great by any means but i was looking back at the numbers last year with at at miami ironically miami lost to middle tennessee state last year they gave up uh 40 over 40 points to middle tennessee last year and that was kevin Steele's defense Mm. i just find it ironic that that's who that's who alabama opens with this year is middle tennessee state uh a a battle friend texted me last night he said if we give up 40 middle tennessee state I'm just going to jump off a bridge. Like it's, <laughs> it's it, you know, it, 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 there is some reservation here on Kevin Steele. And it's funny, I was reading an article today on Notre Dame uh, where they were saying that they think Notre Dame's going to be even better this year with their new OC and all this. And I'm going, wait a minute. Like, I thought Tommy Reese was this, you know, sought-after, highly thought-of OC. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's still, to me, one of the most fascinating storylines heading into the SEC this year is, do these coordinators work? Look, Saban's track record has been any coordinators he hires, they worked out. But I don't know, man. I, I, I am skeptical on Kevin Steele and Tommy Reese until we see it in action. 
Well, I'm skeptical on Tommy Reese more than Kevin Steele, and, and you're giving a one-game example, so I can give the same thing. I just didn't think that Tommy Reese coached a very good game against my Syracuse Orange. Syracuse got a 235-pound nose tackle that can't stop you from running the football, and they, for some reason, started passing uh, the ball all around, and that's what kept the Orange in it. So we'll see. Uh, what uh, Alabama does. Same thing in state, though, right? I mean, who's the quarterback for Auburn? Or is Peyton Thorne kind of taking the, you know, half a step lead over others? I I heard, did did I hear that Robbie Pearson is, uh, he's third? Last year's starting, or Robbie Ashford is third? He's the starting quarterback last year, and now third in the depth chart? Yeah, that was the the first day of practice. Ashford was with the ones, Holden Garner was with the twos, and uh, Robbie Ashford was with the threes, and, you know, Hugh Freeze said, don't read anything into it, but how can you not when the incumbent doesn't even take first or second team snaps? Uh, they have been rotating them since. Uh, there was some big news at Auburn today. They finally got their, their starting running back, Jarquez Hunter, who, yes. you know, was reportedly suspended, uh, you know, was back, was back on the practice field. So that was big for them. But, yeah, everybody I talked to says that they think it's going to be Peyton Ford, the transfer from Michigan State, who has, you know, a ton of starts under his belt. And um, it, it's... It really is fascinating, though, Auburn, nobody knows what they're going to be. I mean, I think everybody kind of, the consensus is Hugh Freeze is a really good coach, really good offensive mind. Philip Montgomery, who he brought in as his OC, is a good offensive mind. Like, we, the, the pieces are in place. We just don't know what the team's going to look like. It's, it's a hodgepodge of guys from all over in the transfer portal, and they're trying to work together. They're trying to develop chemistry right now at full camp, but you really don't develop it until you hit the practice field and, and ask LSU fans about that. What did, what did they look like for three quarters against Florida state last year in the opener? It was a mess. Right. Right. We're talking with uh, Chris Gordy locked on sec. All right. What'd you think of the top 25 coaches poll? I mean, I would love to ask those coaches if they actually do it. I mean, you know, they would know less about everyone <laughs> else. They barely know about their team. They're certainly not going to know about everyone else's team before they, anyone plays the game. Yeah, that was the joke for the longest was, uh, you know, when you go to an LSU press conference, uh, you know, when Les Miles was there, it was funny. The, the, the thought was always, if you want to ask about the coaches, Paul, why don't you ask Michael Barnett, the SID, because uh, he, he, he's the one casting that vote, not Les Miles. So, uh, you know, that was kind of the joke for years, and it kind of still is the thing. If you think Nick Saban's sitting there filling out a coaches poll, no, it's, it's whoever's, you know, it's assistant that's filling that out for him. So, but I – you know, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, one of the things I've found most interesting, Dave, is three of the top five teams, uh, you know, the number one, two, three, and four, and five in, in the poll, three of those top five teams are replacing quarterbacks. It's, you know, it's fascinating. We always say quarterback is the most important position on the field, and if you don't have one, then you're in trouble. Yet we're giving the benefit of the doubt to Ohio State, Alabama, and um, – Who's the fifth one that I'm leaving out? LSU brings theirs back. Michigan brings theirs back. Um, oh, in Georgia. Right. You know, we're just, and, George, and Georgia's loaded, but it's just interesting. We're giving all three of those teams the benefit of the doubt. We're saying hands down, they are top five teams in the country right now. And we've never seen, you know, we've, we've seen their quarterbacks either not at all or a very small sample size. Or, or in Bama's case, they don't even know who their quarterback is. So it's just kind of an interesting storyline there. And then the other one I thought was, we're doing the A&M thing again. You know, A&M preseason top 10 last year, they go five and seven. We don't right. learn our lesson. Preseason number 25, A&M, here we go again. Like, can we please give some credit? Like, I thought, honestly, the three SEC schools that were not ranked, South Carolina, Arkansas, and Kentucky, 
I could have made, made a case for any of those three teams, what they bring back, that they could have been, any of those three teams could have been ranked number 25 over A&M. I, I don't know why we're doing this again with A&M, but I guess we bought into what Bobby Petrino had to say. Now, it turns out, as of right now, the Pac-12 has five teams in there. The Big 12 has five teams in there, but the Big 10 only has got four teams in there. Is that ironic or a coincidence? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's some future Big Ten teams uh, right, in there. There's right. some future Big 12 teams in there. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I think I think a lot of it is just we go off what we saw last on the field and then, you know, a couple of big-name, high-profile players in the transfer portal, we buy into that, and suddenly we, we start ranking them. I mean, it's like, you know, Wisconsin is in there. I don't, we don't know what Wisconsin's going to look like. We know Luke Fickle's a good coach, so I think most people just assume, oh, I guess they're going to be good again. But, you know, there's just so many teams in there. Ole Miss, like, we're, are we really going to reward Ole Miss? Yeah, they started, what was it, 7-1 and one last year? Right. And then they were a debacle down the stretch. Yeah. They lost like 5 or 6, and it was a mess. So, uh, you know, it's the coaches' poll, it, it, all these preseason polls, they are what they are. I just find it fascinating. We give schools, they lose a the quarterback, they lose a ton, and we just give them benefit of the doubt and plug them back in in the preseason top five. Talking to Chris Gordy, locked on SEC. I know it's been a week. Have we? I mean, we heard Eno Benjamin of you know the Saints is out with an Achilles tear. Have we heard any major injuries in the SEC? I don't think I've seen any. Yeah, um, not really yet. That's a good thing. I think most teams aren't going too too hard yet. Um, you know, we had a fight at LSU yesterday. I know you heard about right. that, yeah. but yeah, yeah luck, luckily uh, no haymakers landed and nobody uh, nobody seriously injured, but. Yeah, this is usually a time of year where you hear about you hear about you know an injury here or there. But I think a lot of schools like to keep those things under wraps. I don't know if they're running to Twitter to announce, "Hey, this guy's done for the year" or whatever. But yeah, so far so good. I think we've uh, you know I've been following a little bit of the offensive line battle in Alabama. Tyler Booker. I don't know if you saw his comments yesterday saying that Alabama's going to get back to that punishing ground and pound offensive line. You know, run the ball down your throat. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty fascinating. And then. Uh, you know, Tennessee, they've had a couple guys banged up in their O-line, and mm. seems like they're starting to get healthy and get right, because that, to me, is the biggest story for Tennessee. Forget about how Joe Milton plays. If they can't protect him, then he's in trouble. So, those are just kind of some of the storylines we keep an eye on, but you're right. I mean, it's crazy that no big injuries have happened yet. Yes, I'm not certainly not hoping for any. I, I did find it a little bit odd with the LSU fight. It was between two wide receivers. Like, usually it's between an offensive guy and a defensive guy, right? A few years ago, it was between Patrick Queen and, and Joe Burrow, but this was between Malik Neighbors and Kyron Lacey. They're not going up against each other. Yeah, I thought I heard it was Malik Neighbors, Malik Neighbors and, uh, and Harold Perkins started it and then Kyron Lacey got involved. So oh, okay. I think it started with those two and got then it, it kind of branched off. And a few people I talked to said this thing was pretty serious. Like it wasn't it wasn't just pushing and shoving. It was helmets off, uh yeah. punches thrown, guys on the ground, and it took them a while to break it up. And I don't know, I can look at that two ways. I can go, damn, LSU's feisty. They are ready to go. Let's fire this thing up. Let's play Florida State tomorrow. I can also look at it as Man, this is uh, maybe not what you want when you're trying to develop chemistry and camaraderie and a brotherhood and guys are fighting one another. What's going on there? So, uh, you know, I like Brian Kelly's comments. He said, look, you know, we got to treat each other like brothers and respect. That was one of his first messages he brought in when he got hired. But, uh, again, I don't know. Look at it through whatever lens you want to look at it through. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I, I look at it as, you know, 
kind of typical. I think those things do happen. But like you said, I think it was a little bit more than a, a little pushing and shoving. That's why they got kicked out of practice. If it was a little just pushing and shoving, I think they would have sat in the corner for a couple of plays and then come back on. But I think you're right. I think it was a little bit more serious than, uh, than it probably should have been. All right, a couple more questions for Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC. Uh, any surprises yet? We hearing anything out of the ordinary yet about quarterbacks playing well, quarterbacks not playing well? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, obviously the, the reports out of LSU are that, you know, Jade Daniels has looked much better, a little bit more confident throwing, throwing the football. Um, you know, a lot of people I talked to around the conference think they're in great shape, though, even if, you know, God forbid something happened to Jade Daniels. You know, you throw Garrett Nussmeyer in, LSU's confident in him and, and thinks he could be the guy. Uh, Florida, Billy Napier is supposed to name a starter uh, coming out of Thursday's practice. At least that's what the expectation is. And uh, a lot of people expecting it's going to be Graham Mertz. So, uh, you know, obviously they open the season before everybody else. They'll play that first Thursday night against uh, Utah. So, uh, yeah, I think Billy Napier wants to get it, get it in and get it out of the way. So he said he wanted to get the, uh, the first couple scrimmages in and, and get past that. And so... Yeah, it sounded like by the end of this week we'll have a, a, a starting quarterback named at Florida, which no surprise there. Graham Mertz, all the starts he had at Wisconsin, playing the Big 12. You know, up and down performances. Not a great quarterback by any means, but it's funny. You know, the SEC Network's been replaying some some games for last season. I was watching the Florida-Kentucky game the other night. It reminded me how frustrating of a quarterback Anthony Richardson was. I mean, man, he giveth and he taketh away. Like, for every three great plays, he had just one boneheaded, awful play. Uh, I think, you know, Florida might be in a better shape. Like, it's just getting more consistency. Like, safe safe plays from Graham Mertz might be better than, you know, the awful turnovers and things like that that Anthony Richardson had last year. So, that that's an intriguing one to watch at Florida. And then, of course, at Georgia. They, they haven't officially named Carson Beck the starter, but everybody I've talked to said Carson Beck has looked great. He's going to be the guy, and... Georgia's just low to a talent, man. They, they just had another uh, recruiting haul these last couple of days, picked up a couple more four, four and five-star recruits. It's, it's insane. I think they have 12 players in the top 100 committed right now for the class of 2024. So when you talk about a team that's going for a three-peat, man, they may, may be going for a four-peat or a five-peat before they think it's all said and done. Kirby is just crushing right now. All right, quickly, your thoughts on is the SEC looking to expand? Yeah, it's the, it's the line I keep using. Greg Sankey is not – he's not uh, looking, but he's listening. And, obviously, there's been some thought here that, uh, you know, Florida State's name was circulated a week ago, but now, you know, things come out that they would have to pay a massive, massive buyout. I think their their contract goes through, like, 2030 or something. So, I don't know if they're jumping ship from the ACC, but I've been told, you know, if the SEC were to add, they would want it to be in the footprint. And in the footprint would include, you know, teams like Clemson, Florida State, even North Carolina and Virginia, they say, would make sense for the SEC, particularly North Carolina, because you already have South Carolina. Uh, that one would make a lot of sense. It would add, you know, intrigue to the basketball schedule. But even the football program has been much better in recent years in North Carolina. So they're not looking to add, but they're certainly listening. And, you know, if one of these schools comes along and says, we want to join the SEC, I would think they would uh, hear them out and, and see about uh, how it would work. But, I do think they are pretty staunch on keeping this thing at 16, though, because of the scheduling. You know, you go to 18, 20 teams, how do you make the scheduling work in football? I mean, you're playing some of these teams you won't see for five years on the schedule, even if you're trying to rotate it evenly. So 
uh, I don't know, but but money is the root of all these decisions and you know and greed and all that stuff. So I'm sure if they want to expand, they can. What's coming up on Locked On SEC? Yeah, we're we'll just continuing to do uh, some updates from around fall camp. We still have a couple of our interviews from SEC media days we need to get into preview in Tennessee and, and Kentucky. But today's episode talking about the preseason poll and you know does it even really matter? But uh, you know, fun to see as many SEC schools ranked and. LSU fans kind of, you know, back and forth. Some fans saying, man, love that we're number five. Other ones I heard said, man, don't rank us that high. We want to be a little bit more under the radar. So it's going to be fun to see. Yeah, it can't be under the radar if you're playing Florida State on the first weekend of the season. He is Chris Cordy. I appreciate it, my friend. All right. Thanks, Dave. All right. Chris Cordy's locked on SEC. We actually have some huge news. What you got? We'll see what it means. Uh, we'll come back and tell you about that in the uh, in the gambling world. Okay, enormous news when we come back. Perfect. All right, let's take a time out. Top sure. of the hour, we'll talk Tennessee Titans with Chase McCabe from 102.5 The Zone. Right. Saints open up with Titans. The Titans regular season. Yes, they sir. The, September 10th. They get the Chiefs. I doubt Patrick Mahomes is playing. Oh, and, uh, uh, well, I mean, we'll talk about it after what Dennis Allen said as well, but I want to mention to you when we get back, talk about LSU because the expectation. So yesterday we got told Heisman, second Heisman in futures. Today, number five. I don't know if that's good. Well, that's. We'll talk about it. All right. Back after this, 103.3, the GOAT. Hey, Mark. I just stopped in to say hello, and whoa, the phone's ringing off the hook. Safe to say business is going well? Yeah, word of mouth kept us afloat after we opened. Then there was a bit of a lull, but it finally feels like we've been getting a steady flow of new customers over the past few months. What have you been doing? It definitely looks like it's working. Thanks. We needed to be able to be found where people are searching, and today that means being found online. How'd you pull that off? Sounds pretty complicated. No, it was easy. I went to townsquarelocal.com to see how many people are searching for my services in the area. Then the experts at Townsquare helped build my online presence so my business could be found exactly when and where customers were looking. That's amazing. Do you think they could help me too? Absolutely. Go to townsquarelocal.com to find out. Go to townsquarelocal.com for a local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching for your services online. It's quick and easy. Get your business found online by visiting townsquarelocal.com today. A Rottweiler named Whiskey with hours to live brought back to full health. A terrier named Snoopy, paralyzed in all four legs, who ran and played again within months. These dogs are known as Marty's Miracles. Dogs brought back to health by Dr. Marty Goldstein. I've helped countless dogs thrive with one simple concept. Your dog needs a high meat diet similar to what their ancestors ate in the wild. Called the Miracle Worker by Forbes magazine, he's now created a premium dog food for you called Nature's Blend. It's the easiest way to support your dog's easy digestion, nourished skin, playful energy, and most importantly, their healthy, full life. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get free premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Text deal to 511-511. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. 
With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Mess with a goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. <laughs> Because that's what goats do. 1033, the goat. Quickly, mm-hmm. uh, before I get to the breaking news, are you thinking the expectations are too high for LSU? Uh, we Stop, talk- because you're the one who says expectations are SEC championship or bust. It is, it is, okay. it is, for sure. I just don't, you know, I just don't like having the Heisman thing and then being, the, I thought they would have come out, you know, number 10 or number 11, beat Florida, eight, Florida State and then work their way up the polls. Yeah, but that would be, all right, but they're not, here's the difference, mm-hmm. okay? They beat Florida State, and they're 10 or 11, then they become number five. Yeah. They're number five now, they ain't moving. True, true, true. That's fair. For the most part, right? I mean, no, I mean, we don't think any of those top four teams are going to lose. Yeah. Maybe they switch with Ohio State if Ohio mm-hmm. State doesn't play anybody, right? Because they're four, I guess, right? It's mm-hmm. it's Georgia, Michigan, and that's it's just the, uh, the coaches pool. pool. Yeah, Georgia, yeah, Georgia Michigan, Michigan uh, Alabama, and Ohio State. Ohio State, yep. So, I and mean, then LSU. I, you know, I guess, you know, so... For example, what Chris Gordy was saying, if somehow Alabama ekes out a victory against Middle Tennessee State and LSU hammers Florida State, they could leapfrog them. Uh-huh. All right, but, you know, for the most part, it, they're going to stay right where they are. Fair. That's fair. I just I, I just wish they were hunting and not the hunt and not the uh, hunted. I, how, I do, wish- how are you not the hunted at 10? Well, because there are people ahead of you. You know, you're climbing up. I would assume because Tennessee's 10 right now. Tennessee's a hunter. They're not necessarily the hunted. No, they're the hunted. You think they're the oh, hunted? absolutely. Okay. okay. I just feel like absolutely. LSU would have been the hunter. No. You know who the hunter the hunted, the hunter is? Is who? Syracuse. Because <laughs> no one's hunting them. <laughs> no, y'all, aren't the, y'all aren't even at like the, the Cajuns. Forest. doesn't matter. So it's reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Cajuns aren't the hunter. Mm-hmm. No, or not that, even. No, right? The Cajuns are the hunted. Oh, in the Sun Belt. In the Sun Belt, right? And I had, uh, later this week, we had Sean Clark on there. He claims, from Mm -hmm. from App State, Lockdown Sun Belt, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube, please subscribe. He claims that App State is now uh, the hunter and not the hunted, even though they were picked to finish second in the division. So he's trying to be under the radar. I would assume the Sun Belt's hunted are Troy, South Alabama, Coastal. Right. In App State. Cajuns. Cajuns up there. Cajuns. Gotcha. Cajuns. Uh, you know, Cajuns fans are a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. So um, they have a little bit of fun. They did have some fun with Southern Miss during the uh, – that, that was a little bit of fun going back and forth the Southern in the uh, baseball uh, tournament. So, And they were rooting for Southern Miss uh, in the baseball tournament, in the uh, – in the college in the uh, 
Uh, super regional. Gotcha. Uh, all right, so the big news, and we'll, we'll see when we get to it. we got Chase McCabe coming up. So if this matters to anybody, but it seems it's going to matter more about the ESPN, all mm-hmm. right? And we'll get into this. Maybe we'll get a, a business guy on to talk about it tomorrow. Uh, Barstools, mm-hmm. Dave Portnoy, repurchased the, casino, the, the sports book from oh. Penn, all right? Oh, so now he's in charge of Barstool once again. He's in charge. Well, yes, mm-hmm. correct. Penn rebranded their sports gambling ESPN. What? So now you're gonna. This is gonna be a problem a little bit for ESPN, right? Are they reporting the news, or are they reporting the news they want you to know about because of the gambling? So they're gonna be blurred the lines now that ESPN is gonna have a gambling app. So wait, I'm okay. So ESPN is still owned by Disney, correct? But the gambling side of ESPN is owned by Penn. One more time. So. ESPN's owned by Disney. Yes. The gambling side of ESPN is owned by Penn. Not the gambling side. It's just going to be branded oh, ESPN. Oh, ESPN Gambling. Yeah. How do they get to use the name? Disney they're paying, allowed they're it? probably paying ESPN a good a bit of money, money or the other way around. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's what I was confused about. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, that's big. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Chase McCabe coming on to talk Tennessee Titans as we continue to preview the 2023 season. Titans open up in New Orleans against your Saints on September 2nd. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 103. The Go! When I make my move to her room, it's the right time. She's never hot. Common Sense. 103.3 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Lafayette Roofing. From the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industries. Chances are you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrus. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, asked to speak with Harry Potter or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrusInsurance.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We are the NFHS. 
That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Three, three, the goat. Yeah.